Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time. That being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling, and of course, Let's Wrestle as well. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, we're going to look ahead to crunch time. Coming up this Saturday, that's right, Limitless, Limitless Wrestling returns this Saturday, Yarmouth, Maine, July 29th. This Saturday, crunch time, under 60 tickets remain. We're going to talk about it. You know how this goes. Get your tickets now. They're going to sell out. Randy, say hi to the fine people. What is going on today, Josh? I'm fired up. It's show week once again. Been a minute since we've talked, too, so it's nice to nice to get back on the pod grind. That's right. That's right. A lot has happened. It's finally, like, good weather out, Randy. It's not I rainy. Know. It's not super humid, which is super depressing when it's just you go outside and it feels like you're getting hit with, like, maple syrup for air you know what i mean it just it's it was it's like nice out it's like summertime and yeah we're on uh we're on the road the three to three i say the the trilogy of great events you have throughout the year i mean this is it they tie right into each other and uh and we're starting out this saturday finally yeah it's such a fun stretch uh crunch time into the cup the cup into the anniversary show and then uh it feels like we start anew after the anniversary with fresh blood so uh, it's going to be a fun run right now, and uh, it, it really all kicks off this Saturday. Uh, people have their last chance to punch their ticket to the Vacation Land Cup coming up August 26th in Yarmouth. So uh, a lot on the line and a lot of matches uh, for many different reasons, but uh, some big matches set for crunch time this Saturday. That's right. We're going to get in the card. Before I forget, a couple things. Uh, a couple people, former Limitless Stars, have been the news lately. We had, of course, uh, MJF and Daniel Garcia. Doing a big dance off as far of a big tag team match at the at the Garden this past Wednesday, I saw Limos gave a, a nice shout out on Facebook to that. So that was a pretty a pretty fun event. I was in the house as was Michael Labby, and about you know ten thousand other people. So that was a, a good time. And let's see, I saw uh, <laughs> as I messaged you, I saw some of the stars of Let's Wrestle uh, in the house. Uh, I think coming out of a beer line, if I remember right. That sounds about right. Yeah, Jason Maverick probably pounded down a few brewskis. It wasn't uh it very possible. <laughs> Might have been him, but it wasn't it wasn't him. It was actually uh the one and only lights out Lee Miller. I saw it very, very distinct. Oh yeah. One of the uh one of the limitless ring attendants typically. That's right. That's right. I remember I I, I for some reason I was blanking on his name. I told you it was a guy <laughs> the guy who was ru- running the ropes at the uh at the main mariners show for the getting the ring crew when he was bouncing off and the, the crowd was popping for him remember that <laughs> dude i uh crisscross that text originally i read it as uh the same guy from the mariners is running the ropes at aew and i'm like uh, what the <laughs> fuck i'm like did larry huntley pick up a rental for tony Khan? <laughs> yeah he was he was out checking the ring ropes between uh matches and everything it's pretty good i was like i was like geez there's no way this could have happened yeah and then yeah, i so read was- again so that was good. Also, if I I don't know if this is confirmed, but I, I think it was. Puff was on AEW uh, a couple weeks ago, also involving a segment with MJF and Adam Cole. Uh, in the background of uh, uh, they were lifting weights and things like that, and there was a very big guy that they were making fun of. I, I'm I'm ninety percent positive that was Puff. I am I'm pretty sure as well. I was watching that and I, I did a double take. I'm like that that looks like Puff back yeah. there, but uh, yeah, I mean it, people popping up everywhere lately. And what the the final one before we get on to uh, crunch time, the one and only John Alba was up in the Northeast and at the world famous Kowloon, of course, in uh, on the in Saugus, I believe is the technical address, whatever, on Route One, of course, a very famous spot, a Chinese restaurant for wrestling fans, is featured in AEW, WWE talent go there all the time. 
went off. He and Matt Hardy hosting a um, uh, like a live Q&A podcast type thing. I guess it went really well. And of course, you know, I go to um, Blood and Guts on Wednesday and I say, John, are you here? And he's like, no. <laughs> he left. <laughs> he just said one, one night and then just took off. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Uh, he had to be at, uh, I think he was at Ring of Honor over the weekend, actually. Um, he was. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was super bummed. I was supposed to make the trip down and, and catch that live podcast and wasn't able to make it, but uh, I heard it went great. And uh, I do think that that's probably something that we're going to see pop up again from John and Matt Hardy. So uh, hmm. hopefully they come back to the Northeast. Uh, I guess I got a really good reception live. They had some surprise guests, Daniel Garcia, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Henry were all there. So uh, it was a pretty cool cast of characters, but uh, I heard that went well, and I'm, I'm hoping that we hear some snippets of that maybe make its way out. But I yeah. don't know if that's I don't know if that's something they turn into a podcast or not. I would assume so. I would assume most so. most do. It takes a while. Like it's it gets released much later, but they're uh, those are typically a blast to listen to. Like uh, a lot of podcasts are doing that now. I think it's a really cool experience too because you not only get to meet. Uh, you know, some of these wrestlers who are going around, but you get the intimate experience of being a part of a podcast like that. I mean, I think you're saying we should take this on the road. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to do something before a show sometime. I mean, can we get to actually mention on a show at some point? That might oh, be a good geez. start. <laughs> I got rich. Uh, rich is, he kind of beats me to it sometimes now, but, uh, I can't say we always remember. Mm, yeah i actually i saw rich uh rich uh, as well uh at uh at the garden yeah all the stuff i saw him post it was like the first event he's taken his son to in years which is cool oh no kidding huh well talk about another event that he'd want to take his son to crunch time coming up this saturday july 29th and randy since we have talked so much stuff has happened on this card uh all good stuff we have had when i say that th matches have come together because the last time we talked about what three weeks ago and we didn't have the full card announced, but let's start right from the top because there was a change, which I'm sure people have, hearing this have listened to. It is now a championship collision as the Limitless Wrestling World Champion Big Beef is going to defend against the Deadlock Pro World Champion Lucky Ali. So Anthony Henry out of the match. Lucky Ali is in. This happened because, as Henry alluded to about a month or so ago without directly saying, essentially, they have contracts now with AEW slash ROH and they are busy on Saturday nights due to collision uh, slash the ring of honor tapings that happen after collision. So he was unable to make this title defense, which I knew bummed him out. So he posted a video and Randy, you did a pretty cool thing. You allowed him to pick his, to pick big beefs opponent, which I mean, who knows who he could have picked, but he decided to go local, so to speak local in North Carolina. And he picked Lucky Ali, who was on the, scheduled on the show anyway. His match wasn't announced, but this is a guy that uh, he's not only the champion of Deadlock, he's a champion of two other organizations, and he is looking to leave Limitless on Saturday as a quadrant champion. Four different promotions, four different championships. Not too many guys do that. So the match has changed quite a bit. I know some people are bummed out, bummed out but this should be a good one. Beef against Lucky Ali for the Limitless Wrestling title coming up this Saturday night. Yeah, a much different title match than we were expecting, but uh, I don't know, a little bit more intriguing, I think, at this point, because, you know, it's a bummer that Anthony Henry, especially after all this time, man, like we, we talked about it, I think, the last podcast, uh, he's been six years deep in Limitless Wrestling at this point, uh, in my opinion, was really finding his stride as a singles competitor this year in competition with 
matches against the likes of Kevin Blackwood, Andy Brown, just to name a few. It was setting up well for Anthony Henry here against Beef. Not going to happen. Uh, we did put it in his hands to kind of choose the replacement and uh, went an interesting route with Lucky Ali, who just, you know, real talk, him and J.D. Drake have been pitching for me to have on Limitless shows for literally years at this point. I feel like close to four years because it was definitely pre-pandemic. Uh, they were, you know, starting to mention, hey, this is a guy who needs to be on your radar. And he's been absolutely tearing it up in the Carolinas and uh, MSP. Uh, another team who's been making their way down there and uh, wrestling a lot for Deadlock Pro. He was at the top of their list as well as someone that, you know, you got to get him in sooner rather than later. This dude's going to get gobbled up as soon as can be. Uh, and we got to see those guys. We got we got to see them in front of our own eyes. I got to say, the Carolina area has not disappointed us any time that we've dipped into that talent pool. We got a lot more coming up uh, later this year, but Lucky Ali makes his debut in the biggest of all spots against Big Beef coming off a title defense against Timothy Thatcher and wants to keep it rolling here and said from the start he, he wanted any and all competitors and Lucky Ali is a dude who's been hungry since the 2020 Vacation Land Cup. Uh, I'm stoked to see what he brings to the table. You know, uh, this is the biggest of all spots it could be for a debut match and stranger things have happened. So uh, we're going to see, you know, if he lives up and, and Drake and Henry, they're not two people who just randomly put their name on someone. You don't get that stamp of approval very easy. So uh, I'm pretty hyped to see what he brings to the table, especially in a styles clash like this with beef. It's quite a way to debut. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Ali holds titles also in, again, Deadlock, PWX, and ACW. He's been in indies all over the place and also in uh, May Paris's in WWE, AEW, and Ring of Honor over the last year. That's so he's getting all the extra work, I feel like. I, yeah. Literally every week he's, like, posting a hilarious picture in catering. Yeah, yeah, he's working, man, and he's going to be working in the 207 coming up on Saturday. Of course, Beef, let's not overlook him, right? He's coming off a big hard-fought title defense against Timothy Thatcher at, um, uh, oh, my God, so long. What was the name of the show? Wins, uh, a change. wins a Change. Wins a Change, what am I thinking of? So Wins a Change, I always say we, we talked about that, gutting through literally an injury uh, throughout, and he's got some stuff to prove. You know, I think that, you know, some fans were, you know, he, he was getting beat up around the – the majority of the match was able to kind of sneak one out at the end, but that's not what you want in your first title defense. You want something that fans are really going to remember, like this is the guy that we got behind and he's got some shit to prove coming up this Saturday. And he doesn't, the last thing he wants is to come in here and lose the title to a, uh, a you know, a last second opponent, so to speak. So he's got to change his game plan. And, and Ali recently defeated speedball, Mike Bailey, who was no slouch and obviously very familiar to wrestling fans. Of course, limitless wrestling fans, so yeah, this is uh this is going to be a good clash coming up this Saturday, and this is this is these are the fun ones because these are the ones that really kind of give the uh, the limitless fans a, a a way to kind of really show out because other promotions, you know, guys show up for the first time, they may not know who these people are, the reaction may be tepid. That doesn't happen that often in limitless when it, when there's newcomers that come in, especially ones that um, uh, yeah, there's trust in, in the people that you bring in. And there's trust in that these people are going to bring it. And I have no doubt this is going to be a – both guys are going to bring it kind of up on Saturday. Yeah, I think so too. And I've seen uh, – what was kind of cool, just uh, – I, I love the Fans of Limitless Wrestling Facebook group because it just uh, – a very cool way to connect fans of maybe the past who are no longer located in the area or who travel to see us. And, uh, you know, our core group of fans who are in the 207 or in the New England area who continue to support – there are a couple fans who now are located or live in the Carolinas area who were 
like singing nothing but praises for Lucky Ali, how good of a fit he's going to be with Limitless Crew. And uh, I'm just I'm very excited for people to get to take that in for the first time. because I'm pretty sure probably not a lot of people up here, if any, have seen Lucky Ali perform live before. So yep. it'll be we'll, cool. We'll find out what happens. Title title on the line, just Limitless title, of course. But uh, a lot of things can happen. So can't wait for this Saturday. Also, anything can happen, Randy. These two wild men have never clashed before. They're going to clash in a limitless wrestling ring coming up on Saturday. Joey Janela, back after, what, six years? We talked about last time. Take on former limitless wrestling world champion Alec Price. These two have shared a ring before, but never in a singles match. This is as unpredictable as it gets. This is not a anything-goes match, but it basically might as well be. These two guys are crazy. They're talented in the ring. They're talented when they brawl outside the ring. They have seen it all, done it all. Janela eight times over. And I don't know what else to say. Other than I, I don't know what is going to happen here, but I think it is going to be something special on Saturday. Yeah, I do as well. I think it's going to be a spectacle, um, something you want to buckle up for. Because as you said, it's not an anything goes match, but uh, I feel like with two wild cards like this, anything does go. I was very surprised that these guys had never clashed one-on-one before. Uh, Joey Janela, obviously, with the stint with AEW, kind of took him off the indies in a time where Alec Price was really rising to prominence. And now, uh, of course, they share a lot of GCW cards together as uh, Janela is a stalwart for them. And Alec has worked himself into a position to become a regular, but uh, they've never faced one-on-one. And in my opinion, what better place to do it than uh, Alec Price's home turf, so to speak, where he became Limitless World Champion. And Yeah, so Janela, uh, 34 years old, Price, 24 years old. Wow. It's, yeah, it's like a, it's basically, it, you, like, I'm, I, I'm looking at the the promo picture uh, that, that you guys put together, and it's like, they look like they could be brothers. Like, it, it's, it's really, they look, like, related. And I think in wrestling terms, they kind of... <laughs> You know, they just, it, it just, they're, they're both insane. And yeah, you're right. It's surprising that this is with all the events going on every single weekend around the world, that this has never happened, but lucky you, you got it. And Janela, we've talked about was supposed to be back at, at certain points. And again, just before the pandemic, I believe it was, uh, I think it was him against danger kid in a fall a falls count anywhere or something like that, which, you know, who knows somewhere down the road, we ever get that one. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be crazy price price, you know, this he's not just looking for a fight, he's looking to win. He's going three and oh with wins over Mike McCarthy, Desmond Cold, and Judas Icarus since kind of coming back into the fold. And you know, he's made no no uh, bones about it. He wants a shot at the limitless title that he lost to Ace Romero last year. He has not got that rematch yet, and he wants it, and especially going into VLC season, anniversary season. You know, he's looking for it. He doesn't want to come in here and Take a loss, Janela, and Janela wants to make an impact because you know he hasn't been in the promotion since September 2017. So a lot at stake for both guys coming in. And uh, you had said buckle up. I don't know if I would tell fans to be too comfortable in their seats because, again, this could spill out anywhere. So they may be ready to move at any point. Another first-time match. This one's going to be excellent as well. These guys returned after six years. He's got that six-year itch, Randy, bringing these guys back. Tabernacle team returning to Limitless Wrestling. Of course, out for some... A uh, great outing. The last time out of Winds of Change. Fans loved them. The people that didn't know them loved them. They're back. Taking on Above the Rest, who picked up a huge victory 
over the main state posse msp rather uh their last time out that was a big grudge match they raised their hands in, in victory at the end and they're not resting on their laurels they're going after a, a team who is looking to pick up a win in limitless after in tabernacle team after they lost to art in their return so a lot at stake for both teams and again unpredictable you have that the heavy hitting both guys are hard hitting this is uh this is going to be another wild one i can't wait yeah, quite a quite an opposition to jump into after MSP for above the rest. Now you've got uh, two bruisers on the roster in Tabernacle team, and as you said, TDT desperately looking for a win here. Uh, a very popular team, and uh, had been away for six years until May against Art. But you know, by hook or by crook, Aaron Rourke was able to facilitate a victory for Art. Tabernacle, unfortunately, both uh, hit below the belt, and I don't think that's something they have to worry about though in a match like this with above the rest who. Uh, feel like a team built on respect, dedicated to the craft. And uh, I really think that this is going to be a proving ground to see, you know, which team can pull it off and which team can string together the most to get a win here. So uh, I think it's going to be a refreshing contest for TDT, maybe one that gets them back on track. But above the rest, if I'm correct, they're looking for three straight here after defeating MSP. So this could be major for them to keep the ball rolling and to really solidify themselves near the top of the limitless tag division. Yeah, it's uh it, in, in my head, kind of trying to figure out how this goes. Again, this one could go anywhere. And yeah, again, the, the big bruisers in TDT against those kicks from uh, from uh, Tristan Ty and, and Gabriel Sky. I yeah, this is uh, unpredictable, very unpredictable, and that's great. This is uh, this is going to be a great one. Tabernacle team taking on above the rest and another unpredictable match. And this one has a lot of piss and vinegar, so to speak, behind it. Becca taking on Ava Everett, of course, with Art accompanying her. And this one is for a VLC spot. It's a VLC qualifying match. This one, of course, made it Winds of Change. If you guys have not seen that, you can check it out on IWTV. But Ava getting involved in, in, uh, in everyone's business that night, of course. Art picking up the win over TDT and then tacking them afterward. That brought Becca out for her second time of the night going after Ava Everett. And finally, this match was made. But if you remember, these two, Becca was just, she was, she came that night pissed off. Didn't have a match on the card, but she was ready for a fight with Ava Everett. And this one was made for the, yeah, for uh, for the VLC qualifying position. Of course, Ava Everett, a little bit, you know, probably a little more salty these days because she is no longer the WXW World Women's Champion, Randy, because she lost it to Delmi XO at an uh, MLW uh, show uh, last month or this earlier this month, rather. So she, you know, she's going to, she likes jewelry. She likes gold. And there's no doubt that she wants to be able to have a VLC trophy. And, but she has to get there in the tournament to get there. And she has to beat Becca to do that. These two have a long rivalry in Limitless Wrestling. Here we go. Becca and Ava Everett coming up with the VLC spot on the line on Saturday. Single member of art won their match tonight. No thanks to you, international pop star Becca. More like international copycat. You wanna be me so badly, don't you, Becca? You follow me overseas, you follow me to Limitless, you are in my business 24-7. I'm Sick and tired of you, Becca, because Ava Everett, she belongs in VLC. VLC was handed to you last year. So you want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get in your business. 
and I'm gonna use you as a stepping stone to VLC. I'll win and become the limitless world champion. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, Becca versus Ava Everett. They've had a lot of matches against each other before. Uh, Becca's first match actually in front of a limitless live crowd was against Ava Everett. The very first show back, uh, Patience is a Virtue, yeah. June of uh, 2021. So uh, now a couple years later to be in this position, uh, I think it shows just how far Becca has come in that time frame, how far Ava has come in that time frame where uh, now we're talking about, you know, Ava has just lost a world championship of Germany, which is, uh, you know, despite losing, it's a pretty cool feat that she was able to bring that championship over, defended the United States, make it a world championship. Both these girls on a roll. And uh, I think big things to come for them uh, as the year moves forward and as their careers move forward. But, uh, you know, only one can be in the vacation land cup. We're going to see who it is. Becca versus Ava Everett this Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, uh, yeah. First got inflamed, uh, at wins a change when Ava and art were, uh, assaulting killer Kelly after, uh, Ava's uh, tainted victory there. And that was the first time Becca came out. And then afterwards, yeah, that was, uh, this should be pretty wild coming up on Saturday and another wild match. This one again, born out of winds of change. The let's wrestle championship on the line as BRG continues his very active, uh, championship reign, his first ever as let's wrestle champion. But he's got a big one ahead of him, literally. In the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Brian Malonis making his return at uh, Winds of Change. Really impressive outing for him in that uh, that multi-man match. And again, looking great, moving great. And afterward, you know, he did not leave the uh, the Ambets of Victor on that night. Of course, that was a VLC qualifying match as well. BRG, he decided to take his anger out on him after the match, just beating him literally pillar to post all around the outside of the ring and assault. And BRG's like, let's go. Malonis called for it. And here we are. Let's wrestle championship. BRG defending against Brian Malonis. I would say, with all respect to uh, BRG's opponents in, to date, this is might be his toughest title challenge to date in physical stature. And just he's got a, he's got a big uh, challenge ahead of him on Saturday. He's got a big mountain to climb. And this is, uh, I feel it's a position he wanted and a position that he put himself in. You know, uh, we can attach it here into the podcast, but. Uh, Brett, you know, pulled no punches with uh, Malonis after the attack, after getting power bombed into the post. Uh, I think it was over right there. And and maybe Malonis kind of knew what he was doing, kind of goading Brett into a position where uh, I, I feel like Brett just uh, he really carries the weight of this championship more than anybody ever has. And I think he feels like he still has to prove himself uh, to a certain degree and really just wants to change what this championship means because I think it was just to Mac Daniels, maybe a fixture of the presentation, but uh, to Brett, I think let's wrestle itself as an entity is very special. And uh, I think the championship means a lot. And he he's wanted to make that a prominent part of not only limitless shows, but independent shows throughout the Northeast. And he's really done that in the past few months. But I mean, as you said, uh, I don't disagree in the slightest that this is probably the biggest opposition Brett has faced, especially one-on-one in this championship tenure. And uh, eventually maybe the talk catches up of uh, can you, you know, can you withstand these challenges that you're putting out there? And Malona seemed uh, like a very happy man getting the news from Sam Laterna that, you know, this challenge is on the table and something that can be picked up for him to take the challenge. So, 
I hope that Brett didn't walk himself into a bad position here because I, I think Malonis is doing some of the best work of his career. We've talked about it a few times on here. Very impressive at winds of change, despite not being the victor in that matchup. But now uh, maybe has himself in a better opportunity to succeed here against BRG one-on-one with the title on the line. Yeah. Do you want to listen to that clip right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. BRG, I was hoping to have a word with you after that fatal four-way match. Um, I, I know that you had hoped to qualify for the Vacation Land Cup. Brian Malone is foiling your plans, power bombing you into the corner, and of course attacking you after the match. What are your thoughts following that? Sam, look, I, I, I get it. All right. I'm a detestable human being when it comes to being outside of Maine. But when it comes to being in Maine, these people have literally adopted me as if I'm their own son. All right? I gritted my teeth in this state for years. There are people that when I walk out through that curtain, I see and I consider them family. Brian Malonis, I get it. You have a chip on your shoulder. You are, you are a Ring of Honor superstar, and that got stripped away from you. But you are not going to come into my home away from home and take that out on me. You understand me? I am the victorious BRG. I scratched and clawed four years to get this championship. And if I have to put this championship on the line just to get some payback on you, so be it. But if you think that you are the bigger man in this fight, well, I can promise you you've never seen me fight before if that's the case. Brian Malonis, July 29th, this championship, the Let's Wrestle Championship, you and I, but I will walk away with sweet victory. So yeah, very fired up BRG. And yeah, I think to your point, this is he may have bitten off more he can, he can chew, but look, this is this is when the the top talents of Limitless always tend to this is kind of where the uh where the rubber meets the road and use an old saying, right? Like some guys fold, some women fold, some some succeed. And I mean, you look at you know, we've we've talked about that with Alec Price before, right? He's just when is it going to catch up? And it just, it still hasn't. There are these talents that work all over the place and they're like, we're just going to keep going. It just makes them better and better. It's a big test to your point with BRG and, and whether or not he's ready for that next level. And again, I, I, I keep mentioning the size. Brian Malone is, is so effing big, you know, and this is a big, oper- it's literally just a, a big mountain to climb, as you mentioned, and he's got to find a way to chop him down and somehow either submit him or get the pin and, you know, BRG, even though he's a young-looking guy, he's experienced. So I don't know if he's wrestled anyone this big before, but we're going to see what happens uh, coming up on uh, on Saturday and see if Ryan Malos walks away with the Let's Wrestle Championship, and then who knows what happens after that. But it should be very interesting no matter what. And the next contender for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship at the anniversary show coming up this fall, Rip Bison taking on Mac Daniels. Of course, this was also made at winds of change and the ripper had some uh you know with some emotional comments to the fans after his uh, winds of change victory over dirty dango in a in another very wild match and ripper you know pouring out his heart and mac daniels decided to come out and shit all over it basically and kind of remind him that he's been a failure in the past and not being able to get the limitless wrestling title anyway these two shared some some words some unpleasant words between them and this match was made. So the winner of this match between Bison and Mac Daniels 
will go on to face the whoever the champion is at the anniversary show in September. And of course, Rip Bison getting ready to head to Japan, one of his dreams. And Mac Daniels looking to get some more titles around his waist. Of course, we mentioned before the former Let's Wrestle champion. I don't know what would happen if he was the Limitless Wrestling World Champion, Randy. Maybe like one title defense per year. Who knows? But uh, we're going to find out what happens. Uh, and, and if he gets that opportunity, Rip Bison taking on Mac Daniels for the number one contendership on Saturday night. Yeah, I don't even want to think about Mac Daniels in a spot to be champion. <laughs> but the, I mean, the reality is he's one win away. Uh, the winner of this match gets their title shot at the Vacation Land Cup. Oh, uh, Vacation Land Cup, correct, correct. August 26th. So they are they are directly in line and will be the next man up, uh, no matter who is the champion, if it's B for Lucky Ali. August 26th will be that title match. And uh, it's it's got to be now or never for Rip Bison because September he leaves for Japan. And he could bring the championship to Japan, have the first defenses in Japan. And that would be one hell of a moment. Uh, we've seen it before with MJF, and uh, Rip would be the second to take it overseas. That would be wild. And uh, he's achieving this dream. And, I mean, it's it's goals that he set for himself, and, and he was trying to, you know, convey this and talk about this and has before, but before getting cut off by Mac Daniels, you know, he, he had a list of goals, and that was something that he shared. And uh, Limitless Championship and going to Japan – could be both achieved at the same time, which would be crazy to think about. But Mac Daniels uh, wants to be the one who stands in the way, wants to be the outlier of the situation and get himself to the top of Limitless Wrestling, as he's always wanted to do. But now he's all alone. And uh, that's been the the really intriguing thing about Mac Daniels over the past few months, obviously losing the Let's Wrestle Championship with John Alba's interference back in March and uh, certainly has not let that go. And uh has actually played his cards very well, in my opinion, to get himself back into a scenario like this against Rip Bison, who, if you look back in the history of Limitless and Let's Wrestle, is someone that Mac Daniels has defeated before a time or two. So Mac is not coming in a stranger to Rip Bison in this scenario. I just hope he knows how to play it, especially after smacking this dude in the face and letting security you know, do the rest, uh, mm-hmm. walking out and leaving an angry Rip Bison behind. you got to imagine that anger is going to come into this Saturday night. Yeah, the world famous limitless security, Randy. <laughs> Are they world famous? I think they're so. different every time. <laughs> That's why they're famous. You never know who you're gonna get. You really don't. You really don't. I, I was very, uh, very funny to me. Uh, someone threw on a, geez, it must have been a 2018, maybe it was a 2017 show. And I was like, half the security guards are on our fucking shows now. <laughs> I'm like, wow, how things change. The road to the road to the limitless ring is through security. <laughs> I mean, it's a proven it's a proven fact. At this I guess point. so. Look back. I guess so. Get some pops. That's right. All right, and this is uh this is a fun one that just got announced, and yeah, over with some of the you know the change of the card, Jordan Oliver uh, coming into Limitless Wrestling, taking on Channing Thomas. This is a a sneaky like wow, this is really happening. Match Channing, of course, is qualified for the VLC. He's been on a in the aforementioned four way that included Brian Malonis and has been. Oh, sorry. No, that was. Um, oh, I'm confusing everything today. It was, is it each Ichiban won that one? Correct. Yeah, that's correct. OK, I'm all mixed up. This late summer stuff, Randy. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, <laughs> Jay Thomas is uh, he's on a roll, of course, with the dastardly Sydney Bacabell. That's what happened. I was thinking about Sydney. And anytime you get Sydney Bacabell and his hairdo in your head, like everything just goes askew. You know what I mean? 100 percent. 100%. Yeah. So Chain Thomas taking on Jordan Oliver. So Jordan Oliver has been in Limitless before, correct? But not like for a long time. 
Yeah, it's been uh, since Snake Bitten, January of 2019. That was his first and only appearance on a live event, I believe. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think he did the joint studio taping that we did with Beyond Wrestling at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy years ago. But uh, I think that's been the only two times that he's ever done anything affiliated with us. Yeah, the only thing I have in the results is, yeah, in, in Snake Bitten. It was in the uh, multi-person match that also included... Uh, oh, yeah, I remember the show. Uh, it was Brandon Kerr picking a win over Ophidian, The Whisper, Willow Nightingale, who had quite a weekend, Jordan Oliver, and Ace Austin. Look at that match. What a bizarre match. Wow, I remember this show. Yeah, this also featured the uh, Ashley Vox versus Chris Statlander unsanctioned match. It was really yes, awesome. that's wow. correct. And the Kings, JT Dunn and MJF, taking, defeating Take Me Home Tonight, Ace Romero and Anthony Green. Seems like literally a lifetime ago. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago. Crazy shit, yeah. Andrew Ever, yeah, I remember the show. I remember talking about the show. Anyway, uh, let's see. So, yeah, this is, uh, so yeah, so how did uh, Jordan Oliver coming on the card come together? Honestly, this was uh, a bit of a last minute addition. It just kind of worked out that Jordan had the date available and uh, had been someone who we'd been checking in on just to see, you know, if dates were going to work out because they're, you know, Jordan honestly has been someone who's grown into an incredible professional wrestler before our very eyes and like, during uh, during the life history of Limitless Wrestling has grown from someone really just getting his feet wet and understanding how to be a pro wrestler to uh, one of the best pound-for-pound uh, pound in the ring, I would say, uh, of up-and-comers on the New England and Northeast scene. So it just happened to work out where a date was available, and uh, it was a good match to be had here with Channing Thomas, who was not looking to take a month off, was not looking to take this show off to prepare himself for the vlc he wanted competition and he wanted to stay fresh and yeah uh so yeah so i was mixing things up because Channing thomas has advanced to the vlc he defeated uh, desmond cole at winds of change and of course uh, joining ichiban who also qualified in that four-way but yeah so you know channing is as you allude to you know not want to take a month off but you know he can't be overlooking oliver and yeah jordan Alvey, yeah he's made a great run in gcw he had uh obviously you know kind of a I don't want to say a signature run, but a you know, pretty well-regarded run in MLW. And yeah, so he's, he's really kind of getting out there more, but it seems like he's really, you know, starting to flourish in GCW. And yeah, is it one, one I'd ask you about like, I think like a year ago or so. And uh, yeah, it's good to see him getting his shot. And yeah, he's looking to make an impact as well. So Channing Thomas against Jordan Oliver coming up uh, this Saturday night. And then, as we were mentioning the BLC, a last chance qualifier. So we have a few of the entrants. There may be more to come. So, of course, we have the aforementioned Desmond Cole, Andy Brown also in this match, and then just announced, uh, as we recorded this on Monday, I think it was yesterday or today, Adam Priest is going to be in this match as well, and uh, I, I take us some more names to come. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to fill this puppy up by week's end, and uh, I think we'll probably have an announcement out there. This will be a late one. I, I like to pack a punch late. And so, so far, we have Ichiban in the cup. We have... Channing Thomas in the cup, and after this one, we'll have two more competitors as well. So the cup, uh, cup is cup tournaments filling up. Yeah, and uh, I would say, geez, within maybe a week after this event, uh, I think the entire field will be announced and be out there. So, whoa, uh, tickets are going to go on sale very soon for the Vacation Land Cup after crunch time. And of course, uh, we've run top to bottom through this card. There's under sixty tickets that remain for crunch time this weekend. So. Make sure you're jumping on that. Tickets will be available until Saturday morning on LimitlessWrestling.com slash tickets. As always. Yep. And yeah, make sure if you're going, make sure you buy them. And yeah, I mean, this is a 
you know, summertime, as you know, is always tough to try to get people in the building. And because you know, especially when it's nice out and finally not raining and all that good stuff. But yeah, the Limitless fans have been showing up month after month. And I expect this, yeah, so far already it's great. And then I expect these tickets to get gobbled up pretty quick. They're they're uh they're showing up and showing out, Randy. Yeah, I think I think we talked um like beginning of the year just because I didn't really know how this summer was gonna pan out for us. Cause uh, as you said, like summer continuously is you know other than weather concerns in the winter time summer continues to be uh i would say the toughest time to run as consistently as we have and just because there's so much shit to do uh obviously anyone who's in maine or new england knows you only have a few months to go out and do your shit outside because it's going to be uh it's going to be cold or snowy again you know soon enough but uh we've had awesome support not only limitless but let's wrestle too like it's uh I don't know, very encouraging to see. And we've been saying that month after month, but it just continues to rain true. So uh, we really thank everybody, the listeners of this podcast, people who show up and support in person or uh, the people who support us online in any capacity. It's always appreciated. Good stuff. All right, let's go to more uh, great fans up in close to your neck of the woods, Randy. Let's wrestle uh, happening recently at the last weekend, actually, indoor uh, yard sale in uh, in Brewer, Maine. And of course, available on IWTV right now. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, and how was the latest Let's Wrestle show? This was this was fun. I mean, uh, the day itself was a little stressful just because we were we were running a little bit behind on our setup, and we also like and I don't typically do this, but uh, we had a group of double shots like set up for the day, so they were four wrestlers who were they were wrestling on a show in Vermont at 1 p.m. Yes. And then making the drive directly to the show to be in Brewer for ours that started at 7.30, which is kind of crazy to think about. But uh, that was just like something we were tracking throughout the day, and it actually worked out like even better than we anticipated with them showing up on time. So, uh, yeah, every, everything was clear. It was just a, I don't know, it was a busy day. But um, I think everybody had a blast. We had a lot of like what really made it uh, such a fun day was we had a lot of special guests pop in and um, some that weren't even on the show just to say hello and, uh, you know, see everybody for the first time in a while. First time I'd seen Calvin Strange in three years, uh, which is kind of bizarre, but that was excellent. And uh, I don't know, good for the soul. Uh, Dougie Weiser was there as well. Doug Weiser, one of my favorites from the Limitless Dojo. He was a year one guy for us who... uh, is not as at as many shows as I wish he was, but life gets busy. But um, great to have him a part of things. Marion Lawless popped out, uh, local Maine uh, wrestling icon, in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. It was just it was a fun time. We had a fun lineup of uh, of matches here, and I don't know. I think everybody had a good time. Mm, good stuff. So yeah, so this will be available on IWTV by the time to listen to this. We'll go over the, just the overall quick results and if there's any news and notes. Um, you want to share here uh the competition uh returning back to action defeating eric johnson and brg thanks to jason maverick's interference the guys come up on this show before of course uh, maybe get some uh, inspiration from blood and guts or something i don't know uh seabass finn defeating lsg l valentine a big upset win over ava everett she's gonna be even more upset coming up uh this saturday at crunch time aaron cadamia defeating the aforementioned Jason Maverick after a BRG distraction. So a little bit of a comeuppance there. The one and only Donkey Boy Bandit teaming up with Superfan John Austin and Big Cat 
taking on the syndicate. I do not believe it's a big cat of barstool sports fame, but uh, you can tell me if that's different. Uh, Diego Alvarez being uh, TJ Crawford, uh, someone I hopefully would love to see again in, uh, in limitless wrestling. And in the main event, MSP retained the Let's Wrestle tag team titles over Alexander Lee and Mike McCarthy. A lot of history in that match for sure. And yeah, how was the show overall? I will say the atmosphere for the MSP versus POS tag team match that main evented was off the charts. Uh, You had a lot of locals because, I mean, that's Alexander Lee's home area. A lot of locals pushing for Alexander Lee and Mike McCarthy. And then, of course, MSP, who are beloved throughout the state. They had their supporters, uh, and I don't know, just created a very cool environment for that match. But uh, definitely a show worth your time. Uh, a lot of fun stuff on this one. This was Seabass Finn's last appearance. We'll, we'll talk about that next. But uh, his last appearance before uh, jetting off to the L.A. Dojo. Um, so uh, great to have him. Uh, LSG's debut. He had a few debuts scattered throughout this card. Syndicate making their way back to uh, Let's Wrestle for the first time in about a year. Uh, big win for some Limitless Dojo students and Donkey Boy super fan and Big Cat. But uh, just a good time. A uh, good time all around. I think a very good way to celebrate five years of Let's Wrestle. That's right. Yeah, fifth anniversary show. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. So uh, how did uh, Champ and Connor do? Connor, of course, always loquacious and letting the people know what he thinks of them and uh, vice versa. How'd they do? Back in the swing of things, man. Like they hadn't lost a step. Uh Champ and Connor, of course, uh, throughout the years, and it's kind of been the story of their team. They, they come and they go, come and they go, and uh, they're around for a while. They get things cooking, and then uh, maybe they split off to do some singles shit. Maybe they, uh, maybe they just step out of wrestling for a hot minute. But uh, they picked back up like they hadn't left, and uh, we're really quite a cohesive unit for Eric and Brett to try to oppose. Yeah, so you check that on IWTV, and of course, Randy, we have uh, two Let's Wrestle shows coming up. Uh, in August and two in it, yeah, relatively short amount of time. So Friday, August fourth, returning to Island Falls or the Summerfest. And if you're an old school WWE fan, you probably remember uh, actor Jeremy Piven was doing a Summer Slam promo in the ring, and he decided to call it the Summerfest, and that made fans pretty annoyed at that. Do you remember that? I don't actually. Oh no. my god, the Summerfest. I'll, I'll say the clip. It, it's Please. it's pretty. You can hear the live fans be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Get out of here. This this when they were doing the um, I'm pretty sure they were, they were doing the uh the, the guest GM for the week. Oh and they had like right. a yeah. they had like a new like Hollywood person every week, or and you just tell someone I had no idea what they were doing. Or just that was a promotion. bold maneuver, I feel like. Too. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously not all gonna know the product, but yeah. you got some you got some gold out of that. Yeah, the Summerfest. So when I saw Summerfest, I immediately thought of Jerry Piven on uh, WWE Raw. Anyways, this is going to be a fundraiser to help build a new playground, which is always good, for the Island Falls Rec Center. And on the show, Eric Johnson, Donkey Boy Bandit, Dave Dyer, the Seawolves, Big Cat, Jason Maverick, and more all set to appear. Talk about this. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I have, geez, I, I think it's been years now in the making that I've wanted to bring like a Let's Wrestle show or some kind of show uh, of some capacity back to Island Falls. It was a town that's been run for many years. Uh, I believe dating back to like Sonny Roselli and Larry Huntley uh, running in the early 2000s. Um, it was run by IWE for a few years as well, but uh, I don't believe anything's been there since like 2017, maybe 2018. So uh, happy to bring it back. It's a fundraiser, as you said, for Island Falls Rec to put a new playground in the uh 
the baseball field complex. So uh, hopefully we can participate a lot to that. But a portion of the proceeds is going to go to that. We have a nice uh, raffle set up as well with some of our sponsors uh, donating for that. Uh, I want to shout out Northgate Grill in Patton and uh, Jerry's Food Mart uh, right across the street in Island Falls. You can get tickets there or you can get tickets on our website, of course. Uh, Alexander Lee just signed on for this event as well. So uh, we're going to have some regulars and some fresh faces as well coming to Island Falls on August 4th. But I can't be more stoked for this. I uh, went down a week, week and a half ago, I think, to do some postering locally to drop off some tickets. And uh, it seems like people are pretty excited to have some uh, some wrestling, some entertainment back in the town. I know not a lot goes up there. So hopefully we can make it an every year kind of thing. Yeah, I was just uh, re-familiarizing myself with where Island Falls is. It's a, it's a hike, man. It's not too far from Holton. No, it's a hall. I mean, it's it's only gee, Past probably, Medway. probably 20, 25 minutes from Holton. Uh, it's about like where I'm at. It's like an hour 10, maybe. So it's I mean, it's a hall. It's an hour and a half from Bangor. But uh, I'm hoping that we get some people who want to make the trip. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of locals, Holton, Island Falls, Smyrna area that uh, end up coming out and supporting. Take us how many people live in Island Falls as in uh, as of 2020. I think I've done my homework and I think it's in the six fifties. Seven hundred and fifty eight. Seven fifty. All right. Yeah. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> that's we not can bad. we can get a we can get a seventh, can't we? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think uh yeah, I'm interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, these small town, I mean, that's the thing is like you you mentioned there's not a lot of things to do in some of these regions. So if I have a chance to I, there's wrestling fans everywhere, so why not? You have a right? guess for the attendance? Let's do that. Uh how big is the building? It is, I would, I would wager it's a 250 person cap. It's a, it's a gymnasium. It's a, it's just like a, it's a basketball like court kind of gym floor. They've got a pull-out bleacher that has like three bleachers. Yeah. Um, I'll go, I would say it's probably a 250 cap. I'm going to say one fifty. Wow. Okay. I'll say one fifty. All right. All right. That's some faith. Yeah. The last event that I uh that I worked on in there drew a hardy 64. Got it. All right. I'm gonna say 150. I'm gonna be I'm gonna have faith. All right. Have faith. Uh and of course, then it's Saturday, August 12th, and Brewer. This will have probably more than 150. Make or break. Two big matches signed, Randy, for uh let's wrestle. If BRG is still the Let's Wrestle Championship, he's going to defend the title against Jason Maverick. Of course, this coming out of this past weekend's fifth anniversary show. Eric Johnson colliding with Mac Daniels. And if Mac no-shows, Randy, he's banned for life. Yeah, there's a lot to transpire this past weekend. Mac Daniels no-showed the event, oh uh, protesting a tag team match against Eric Johnson and BRG that he didn't want to wrestle BRG if it wasn't a title match, and he has no business anymore wrestling Eric Johnson. So... Uh, GM Johnny Torres kind of took matters into his own hands, especially after, I mean, we, there was a breakdown between BRG and Jason Maverick on that event. I'll leave it at that, but, yeah. uh, we had a lot to clean up. So those two matches were made. And, uh, I, I actually believe that there's going to be a, uh, added stipulation onto the Mac Daniels, Eric Johnson contest to it. Just, just ensure that not only the match takes place, but there's no funny business, no tomfoolery, nobody's messing around. So, I uh, expect that to come down in the next week or so. All right, good stuff. So again, Friday, August 4th in Island Falls for Summerfest. Saturday, August 12th in Brewer for Make or Break. Both tickets are 
tickets for both events, I should say, are on sale right now. Limitlesswrestling.com slash Let's Wrestle. So you can get those. And of course, check out this past weekend show. A couple news and notes before we wrap up. Uh, we'd love to hear about your AEW live experience. I assume this is a, a question from what? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, it was it was fun. And this is what pro wrestling should be. It should be fun. You should leave these and leave these shows. And if you're entertained, you're like, that was worth my time, then that's a, a great thing. And yeah, it was definitely worth my time. I wore I went down with uh for our fellow F4W editor, uh Joseph Courier, who actually lives pretty close by. His first time I had met him, despite working with him for six plus years. So that was pretty cool. Wow, no shit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the way it is of the internet these days. You work for these websites and you people live all over the country he lives uh yeah not too far away from boston and he uh, is his first AEW show so he decided to get some press credentials i did as well and yeah we hung out and had some dinner beforehand and and uh and all that so i was that was pretty fun get a chance to meet him for the first time but yeah i thought the show was good it was it didn't feel long at all um the 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 cage the uh blood and guts cage match was a spectacle uh it was not hard to see the action side which i kind of had wondered about i had seen one AEW cage match before, and that was at um, Full Gear last November, the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus cage match, and that wasn't too bad either. On TV, I think sometimes it can be hard to see inside the cage the way it is, but it was uh, it was a fun show. The crowd was into it the entire night. Uh, I had over uh, ten thousand people there, give or take, and they were they were up for it all night long, and that was awesome to see. It's always fun to see, like especially during like the MJF Adam Cole stuff and, and people just like off their feet, like jumping up and stuff like that's, that's the stuff that's like, to me, it makes wrestling so much fun. It's when you see people are like, it, it got them, you know what I mean? Like it got them enough to, to take notice, stop looking at their phones for a minute and, and actually like really get emotionally invested. And I thought that was, uh, I thought that was fun. Yeah. Overall, it was a fun night. I got out of there. The down, took the down Easter back and other, like, I think there was, I just finished the Royal Rampage match for Rampage, and they had two other matches. But I had to bolt, or else I was going to be stuck there the whole night. Um, yeah, it was just it was a fun night. Uh, the crowd, yeah, the crowd was made such a big difference that, and yeah, it's it's it sounds weird to say, but it, it's fun to see other wrestling fans like having fun and going nuts and stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's it's just a cool environment to be in, no matter yeah. like to to watch it, to be in it, whatever it is. I mean, it's it's cool to see them lose their shit. Yep, it's awesome. Yep. Uh, you mentioned here, uh, I got a note, Limitless Wrestling now streaming in Germany as it's a new addition to WXW streaming service, WXW Now. Big deal, Randy. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I was stoked to have this uh, come to fruition. We uh, we have four shows up there right now. It's actually the four most recent events uh, over the past few months. But um, soon, I think a lot of the back catalog is going to be added. WXW Now, of course, um, the very promotion that Ava Everett was recently the world's women's champion for now, Delmi XO, uh, holding that prestige. But, uh, yeah, uh, you can find, uh, limitless wrestling events now available on their streaming service. Just a, a cool way to get, uh, maybe a new audience onto these shows or just, uh, in front of new eyes in general. And I think, especially with how much of the talent, I mean, there's, especially recently, uh, there's been a lot of wrestlers who have either competed in limitless wrestling or do currently who are either heading to WXW in Germany or have uh, done some recent trips over there and done some recent work for them. So I think there's a lot of crossover that both uh, both promotions are going to enjoy from uh, maybe a partnership like this. And who knows, maybe we'll see more WXW gold defended in limitless as time moves forward. Wow. That's a tease right there. I mean, hey, <laughs> a lot of a lot of these champions recently are mixing it up in Limitless in some capacity. Right. So, 
Huh. Maybe someday we could see a Limitless versus WXW event. That would be something. That'd be insane. That would be something. Mm. I could see you doing uh, Oktoberfest, Randy. Yeah? Leader I would, I would not last long. <laughs> uh, no? No, I would be, I don't know. I think it would be just a quick departure for me. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Boys can dream. Uh, and also, you mentioned WXO. We talked about that. She's the new uh, WXW and MLW women's champion. So, uh, yeah, at Limitless alumni we haven't seen in, in a little bit, but she's uh, she's doing some things there. And then also, round out our notes, two Mojo at the jo- Dojo standouts. You mentioned this earlier, set it apart for the LA Dojo, Seabass Finn and Sean Vegan Keegan. I saw us uh, get retweeted today. Tell us about uh, this opportunity for these guys. Yeah, I couldn't believe this was uh, very cool to see. Um, Seabass Finn, Sean Vegan Keegan, uh, two guys who've been cutting their teeth in the New England wrestling scene over the past couple of years. Um, we've seen Seabass a lot popping up lately in Let's Wrestle on the Mojo series. Uh, he also was a part of Grind, uh, I believe, or not the preliminary series. He actually had a, uh, a match on the show against Delmi XO due to a cancellation. The Grind show I was able to attend earlier this year, but... Um, I, two dudes who are really talented. They come out of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, so they have a good pedigree behind them already. But uh, two guys who are really dedicating themselves to the craft, taking it very seriously, and uh, wanted to be a part of something like this to kind of take their game to the next level. So uh, they're setting off now. They won't even be back in the Northeast until, I believe, mid-October. So it's a long stint. Um, I think as we speak right now, they're probably on their way to California, driving it out. So uh, sending our best to them. And if you want to follow them along the way, as you said, we did uh, retweet where you can find their pages and, and follow along. But uh, definitely worth it. I think a couple guys you'll see when they make their return inevitably to the Northeast, uh, probably in a much better position. They'll tear it up. And uh, who knows where you see them in the next couple of years, maybe limitless cards. Never know. Never know. So yeah, best of luck to them. And where are we at with Mojo at the Dojo series right now? So I can confirm now, actually, season five is in the can and uh, it's going to be coming at you, I would say, within the first week or two in August. So uh, probably the next time that we talk, actually, to recap this crunch time event from this coming Saturday, we'll be able to give some information. Hmm. And obviously, you must be pretty happy with how these are uh, turning out, being received, and the in-ring action, of course, because this is, yeah, you mentioned number five. Yeah, number five now, I, I think they make so much sense because, I mean, we used to we used to do these tapings, uh, not after every Let's Wrestle event, but on any that made sense where, uh, you know, people were staying over or we had some crews who wanted to be a part of something like that. We were doing them just for YouTube before, but putting them in a little episode format. Of course, we have... Uh, Bradford, the broadcaster there, grabbing some interviews. Johnny Torres hangs back to do some commentary. So we really have uh, a good crew to be able to get some stuff done. And this time, uh, I think we have close to five episodes. I think five full episodes in the can for this upcoming series. So um, there's some cool stuff along the way. And it's really like uh, looking at where we started with this series to where we're at now. It's really shaped what the Let's Wrestle roster kind of looks like moving forward into 2023. So yep. uh, it's been beneficial on all fronts, I think, for the wrestlers taking part and uh, for Let's Wrestle moving forward as well. And yeah, so you can catch that series, the past seasons on YouTube or IWTV or uh, Facebook as well, the Limitless Dojo page. You can catch Limitless Action on Fridays in locally, Portland, Greater Westbrook area, PMC channel five and at 8 30 p.m in portland or again greater westbrook replays throughout the week and of course iwtv subscribe there and you get action from 
all sorts of past Limitless Wrestling shows. Of course, Pluto TV for the first few seasons of The Road. We have LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Get all the updates for everything Limitless, of course, uh, including this Saturday, uh, Crunch Time. We have Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Get all the stuff. Everything that's been happening there, of course, uh, the big two events coming up next month in August. Be here before you know it. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter. And, of course, Josh Nason on Twitter. LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs, including the under 60 tickets remaining for Crunch Time. Coming up this Saturday, July 29th. This is going to be, I'm going to call it, Randy, I think this might be the card of the year to this point. Wow. This is going to be a big one. Yep, yep. I'm looking at this lineup. That's big. If everyone shows up, everyone shows out, which I think they will, I think this is going to be it. Because champion versus champion match. B versus Lucky Ali at the top. Joey Janela out price. First time ever. Another first time ever. Tabernacle team versus above the rest. Becca versus Ava Everett for a slot in the VLC. We have a BRG defending the Let's Wrestle title against Brian Malonis. Rip Bison against Mac Daniels for a future Limitless Wrestling World title shot. Channing Thomas versus Jordan Oliver. Another VLC last chance qualifier, which includes Adam Priest, Desmond Cole, Andy Brown. And who else knows what I mean? All these cards are always full of surprises, big things that are going to happen. I'm going to call it right now. I think this is going to be the best card of the year to this point, and I can't wait to be there in person with you. If you're going to go and you haven't bought tickets, limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. Under 60 remain as of Monday afternoon. These things are going to go fast. Join us July 29th, Saturday. If you can't be there, IWTV. And that's it. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, which will be this Saturday, be limitless.